Well, hello, and welcome to this episode of The Corner 3. My name is Bailey. I'm Anthony. And we do not have an Andy with us this week, but sadly, yes, very sad, but we continue on nonetheless. Um, This week, we're going to be starting off with a brand new segment that we came up with because we have a little bit to catch up on, so new segment will help us uh, move through some things. Then, of course, the NBA playoffs are well (laughs) underway, so we're going to be reacting to how those series have gone so far. So why don't we jump into it with this new segment then, Ant? We have kind of a quick take, quick react segment. We've had a few things happening. So, yeah, so. Have like a real, maybe less than a minute take, a uh, minute or less on, on a couple topics. All right. So let's quick react to first thing, the Warriors being knocked out of the play-in by the Grizzlies. What do you think? That was crazy. I did not expect that at all, especially <laughs> after seeing them almost uh, the Warriors, that is, beat the Lakers. So oh, I don't know what happened between those two games. But that was tough. I would have liked to see the Warriors match up against the, the Jazz. <laughs> it felt like March Madness all over again. Anybody can beat anybody at that point. It's one game. So, yeah, I felt the same way. Um, it would have been nice to see Curry um, get, you know, be in the playoffs. Uh, but, yeah, same thing. Very, very impressed by the Grizzlies, but, you know, very shocking from the Warriors. Yes, sir. And speaking of the playing tournament, one game in or out, what do you think? We, we've kind of talked about it the last couple episodes, and now we've seen it in action. What did it? Was it a flop or did it do what it was supposed to do? I think it did what they, I think it did what they, they wanted to do. It added um, an edge to, for the fans on, towards the end of the season before the playoffs, instead of it being, uh, you know, a dead few, few few last games and then going into the playoffs. So I think that helped a lot. But at the same time, I don't like to play. Even though my team got passed in it, I don't really like it too much because it just, to me, it allows 10 to get a chance to beat out seven. And I just think that's just, yeah, that's just a tough one for me. That is pretty crazy. Um, I liked it. I thought, or, well, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know that I liked it as a whole. I think it did what it was supposed to do, and it added some excitement to to those games, uh, playoff level excitement. But the only upset that we saw was the Grizzlies over the Warriors. Everything else happened exactly sure. in the seating that it was supposed to be in. So, uh, with that in mind, um, I feel like there's not not much difference of just playing straight up yeah the grizzlies made it in but that doesn't make a whole di- lot of difference in the grand scheme of things they're gonna get beat by the jazz but we'll talk about that later um, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> now that uh the warriors are officially out of playoff contention um then there's a lot of talk steph was going crazy was killing it towards the end of the year especially um had an MVP caliber season, but as as a uh, their team didn't do so hot, should he still win MVP? 
or maybe you don't even think he has had an MVP caliber season is what I just got from that reaction. But yeah, you know, that's a tough one. No, I think he had an MVP caliber season. It's just that I think it's tough to be an MVP of a losing team. That's just, that's a tough thing. Uh, The most valuable player in the league of a losing team. They didn't get to the playoffs. I mean, I think what we what usually most of the voters quote as a winning team is just making it to the playoffs. And he didn't make it. Joker uh, played good and his team was a, a, a high seed in the in the West. That's hard to refute, even though the the eye candy is what Curry has done in this season. What you know, how he's taken over offensively this season but i do i would still give joker the edge because he just he's winning he he's he's won this season he's not um kicked out of the playoffs on vacation so So is that your official pick for mvp you know through default basically i feel like joker's a default mvp right now okay Gotcha. I haven't decided on my end yet, but as far as Steph not getting MVP, yeah, it, it's hard of you to to give somebody an MVP. Just like Dame said, uh, he didn't get MVP when his team was losing. I don't think that Dame Dame's been a great player, one of the best point guards in the in the league. I don't think I've ever I've seen a season myself where Dame should have gotten the MVP over somebody else, but. Um, yeah, Steph on a losing team, not making the playoffs. I don't think that person should be rewarded with being the MVP because an MVP should have brought their team to the playoffs. I agree. I agree. Well, that wraps up quick react. Those last couple ones, I think, uh, took a little more than a minute, maybe. Oh, it wasn't the quickest, but hey, you guys know us. We got to talk a little bit. Hopefully you guys liked uh, that new segment. Maybe we will bring it back in the future if we've got if if we got a week where a lot of stuff happened. But moving on to our more regularly scheduled program, the NBA play. I did the same thing again. <laughs> the NBA playoffs <laughs> are well underway. The most exciting time of the season. First round. There has been oh, one series so that wrapped up. Sorry. But so the audience knows, and uh, at least they know by now. I, I just want to send my condolences, bro. Like, it was it's a tough one for the Heat. I, I appreciate uh, it. Yeah, you know, the Bucks, but the Bucks were a tough team, and you can tell they definitely went home, thought about it, watched a lot of oh, tape, yeah. and uh, they had the Heat's number on this one. But uh, hopefully, I think the Heat can come back stronger, you know, maybe get a few pickups and work for the season but yeah i mean that's the first that's the first big thing right is that the heat of uh, the the bucks look actually strong this year which is what we weren't all expecting we we see a strong we've always seen a strong Bucks season we we've seen that for a while but they actually look like they could be a team that's tough to beat in the east so, i don't know if i'd go that far you want to go that far no <laughs> I'm still uh, salty from, from okay, okay, that's. <laughs> I'm not gonna go there yet. Uh, um, I got you. Yeah, that was tough. I mean, I I said from the beginning, everybody that I was talking to is it, it it was gonna come down to whoever won the first game, and I think we saw that. Um, the first game was super tight, went into overtime, won by a, a buzzer beater. Um, 
but something after that just broke in Miami. I've never seen their willpower just dissolve overnight, but that's kind of what it looked like to me. You know, they're a resilient team, a bit difficult team to beat, and especially at home, and they didn't even start to pick things up or get energy or anything figured out even when they got went back to Miami. So I think something just just snapped there. They couldn't quite figure it out, and right. the Bucks took advantage of it. Props to them. Uh, they, they're definitely a different team, and I think this – to. To compare this series to last season series would be a total doesn't make any sense because they're two very different teams. Uh, the the Bucks have added a, a couple key players, and Miami arguably lost some key players. Not arguably, they did. Jay Crowder, that's, that's huge. huge. That's somebody that can switch onto Giannis, uh, and that was a crazy starting five when they had three players in Jimmy Butler, Jay Crowder and Bam Adebayo who could literally switch on anybody. So your, your defense the entire time is just switching on everything because they can, and they can't do that with just two elite defenders uh, in the starting five. And I know Miami fans, we've had a love hate relationship with his time in Miami, but Kelly Olynyk trading, him for in part of the deal for Victor Oladipo. Obviously, if Victor Oladipo was healthy and doing great, I'd love to have Victor Oladipo in this series. When, when was that last? Awesome. Oh God. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but uh, seeing things that the way they worked out now and not having Oladipo, Kelly Olenek was a key player in our rotation and had a good connection chemistry with with Jimmy Butler. So. That's big as well. Wow. Pack podcast 101. Silence your phone myself. That was whoops. I will uh, silence that now. But yeah, so that was it was a tough series to watch. But yeah, it's over now. Hopefully we can learn from it. And we have a whole lot of cap money, cap space to spend this offseason. So we'll see what happens. We'll see, man. I think uh, the Heat, the Heat's always been a good team. They haven't, to me, had, you know, even when their worst years, they bounced back right before the the playoffs. And, you know, a Spolster ran team isn't going to be too far out of the count. So I I, I don't, I feel like you all can come back from this. Yeah. Um, getting, was, getting Vic healthy is just a key, man. Like, if you could just get I don't Vic know if he does. healthy. And I don't think they re-sign him if he wants more than – I mean, there's no way they give him more than 15 million. No. They're not re-signing him for for more than that. Um, and hopefully they don't even give him that much because that will cut significantly into their cap space. True. But yeah. I also think this would have been a very different series if it was a second round series versus the first round. If Miami was able right. to go up against a Knicks team and uh, get some momentum there going into the second round. I think it's a little different than running up against the brick wall that is Giannis Agreed. right out the gate. Agree. What do you think about Brooklyn though? They're up three one, man. Boston. They are up three one. Is that in, is that impressive or is that not impressive? Uh, I mean, Brooklyn winning over Boston, impressive? No, 
Um, Brooklyn doing what they've been doing? I think so. Uh, I read a stat, I think, on Instagram that ESPN had posted that it was the first time ever that three players had combined for more than a 200 points in two games or something like that. No, 100 points in two games. I don't remember the right stat. They had, I think it was two. Points. They had over 100 in one game, I think. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, so over 200 points in two games. Um, first time that that's happened in NBA history. So Brooklyn's turning up the heat at the right time. Man, I'll tell you one thing. Looking at Harden play, he looks like he is back. He is just tough. To, he they there's nothing you can do with that man. It's nope. just it's a tough it's a tough movement. And also the fact that um, Durant has just been easily getting his 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 points and efficiently. Yep. And not even forced because no one really wants to double or yeah you can't double anybody on that team (laughs) you can't can't really you can't focus on one of them because the other one is 40 points valuable so it's almost (laughs) like it's it's kind of like oh we just hope they're off today and we you know we hope that we can't stop them i will say too that's kind of showing you know 3-1 over uh a hurt boston team isn't that impressive to me yeah um what is to me starting to show Brooklyn's Achilles and their true colors is that they have no answer for Tatum. There's nothing they can do. Yeah. And to me, it doesn't get easier. No. Not that Tatum's this the easier young, player. No, but he's a young star. He's, he's still a young star. He's not and peaked I feel yet like by any means. He hasn't peaked. And I feel like they're going to play players with not just one star. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if, if your defensive scheme can't find a way to hedge off of one player, then it could get tougher defensively for Brooklyn. So I do – that's the only Achilles that I will say when it comes to Brooklyn is that they just seem to not be able – no defense they've thrown at Tatum. Not that it's it, it was supposed to work anyways because that's a, a virtually unguardable player, but sure. there's no way of slowing him down. And, and to me, it kind of shows that Brooklyn's not um, – defensively there they 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 depend on Durant to play high quality defense um which he can but the fact that that's your lockdown player it's it says a lot about your team so I feel like I feel like that's going to be a tough thing for Brooklyn yeah I think Boston just taking one game from the series I don't think they should have granted it took a 50 piece from Jason Tatum but that shows that Brooklyn's beatable by a team that isn't as good as them, you know, that had to fight for their place in these playoffs. Mm -hmm. So if I'm any other team, if I'm Philly or I'm Milwaukee, I'm thinking, okay, this isn't as scary as I thought it was at at first. So you start to see the, the chinks in that armor, so to speak of Brooklyn, that weak glaring weak spot of Mm -hmm. defense. So then we have the we don't have time to talk about every single series so far. We can kind of wrap them up when round one is finished. But another interesting series that I've I've been enjoying watching was the Hawks and Knicks. The Hawks are up three to one over the New York Knicks. Now it seemed that people kind of thought 
that this was going to be more even or even expected the Knicks to come out of this one. So are you surprised by the Hawks beating the Knicks right now? Not necessarily. Um, because New York has a very um, – uh, the way they've kind of played a lot is a lot of depending on Randall. Randall's a young player, and he's not been in the. He this is like what's his first playoff appearance? Mm-hmm. He's not. He's not been in the playoffs that much. He's a young player, and he's not your best shooter. He gets hot, but he's not like your one hundred marksman knockdown. And I just feel like a lot of focus being put on him. He hasn't came through, but I think a lot of it's the fact that the whole team is uh, the the Hawks are just throwing everyone at him. They're not allowing him to get comfortable. So it kind of it's either your team comes through and allows him to get comfortable at some point, or it just it's a tough thing for a young guy who's going to be back next year to, to see what he can do. So I feel like, you know, this is not the I don't think this is the year for New York because it's just they I don't think Randall's ready. I don't think they should give up on Randall, but I don't think he's ready yet. So yeah. I feel like it's just one of those things. And the Hawks just to me have a better team on paper anyways. For sure. And now it's just starting to show. But I think a lot of people underestimated that for whatever reason i don't think many people they either thought this was an even series or slightly in the knicks favor even the knicks felt that way the knicks wanted the hawks over the heat uh but i feel like either way they're losing that battle with either of those teams Mm -hmm. so the hawks this is yeah they had a terrible first half of the season but they've been tearing it up to come back from I think they were in like the 10th seed at one point as low as the 10th seed and they're back up into the the fifth they've been killing it yeah here's the thing though the Hawks have never been a weak team even when they're in the 10th spot they've just never been healthy exactly you're playing a team that's actually healthy now they've never been healthy soon as someone's um someone's back another person gets hurt Trey Young's out for a few games someone else is here so it's just like it's always they've always been hurt so finally seeing New York's able to like they were looking down on the Hawks because they've always looked at the unhealthy Hawks but now the Hawks are healthy and they're actually a team they're not yeah. they're not someone to just you get to just run through because it's just Atlanta no like they're a team so I guess they're learning that 3-1 but I, I have I have faith that New York they'll be back next year so for sure. Do you think uh, the Knicks take one more game or do the Hawks wrap it up? I think the Hawks wrap it up. Um, I think the Hawks wrap it up. I think because I feel like Tatum is just he's 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 cool with being the villain. And so it's at this point, it's he's he's not scared. I don't think they're going to rattle him. So yeah. Trey Young has been killing it out there. Yeah. Uh, then we have Phoenix. And the Lakers. Pretty exciting <laughs> series so far. Yeah. Good old. Here's the thing. If we're healthy, we're coming out of this. If we're not, we lose. And I feel like that's <laughs> as simple as it possibly can be. Our healthiest was the what game two and three. Mm-hmm. At that point, they the, it just looked like the Suns, even at their best, didn't have a chance for the whole series. You know, AD had a bad game, but truthfully, he was kind of coming. He wasn't all the way healthy yet. 
he played good game two, played good game three. He's he's out half the game on four. Um, so I think at this point, it's you know, KCP wasn't playing that whole game. At this point, to me, it's just who's healthy. If we're healthy, I don't think healthy Phoenix can be healthy Lakers at all. Mm. Um, but we don't even know if AD's going to play. He's probably not going to play this next game. Who else do you guys have out besides AD? Um, I think KCP will be back, but he was he was out. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be a tough one. Game game um, five is going to be in the in Phoenix's favor. So, but hey, you know, there's there's this guy named LeBron. So, oh, really? I haven't heard of yeah. him. <laughs> oh, really? I missed, nice, missed something. Nice. That's weird. Yeah. So you don't know. Hey, you know. <laughs> He could he could pull out a miracle to hold off until Davis gets back, but if Davis is out, yeah, the the series is it's gonna it's pretty much in Phoenix's favor, I would say. What does that say about the Lakers team, though, to you then? Because I remember in the offseason watching all the Lakers moves and being like, what is going on? How did the defend defending champions get so much better? Thinking of getting Dennis Schroeder and Montrezl Harrell specifically, and now they have Andre Drummond. So this is a team that it, on paper should be a lot better than the team that we saw dominating the league last year, especially in the bubble playoffs. So what well, what's going on then if well, let's, AD let's is think out? About it. Yeah. Well, let's think about it. It's chemistry. I mean, we've seen all we've seen the the Lakers or not even just the Lakers, any team that's just been good on paper, not play together, and then they fall apart. Clippers are the perfect example of that, of last year. They're good. They're better than the teams that's in front of them, but they fell apart. I feel yeah, like the Clippers, the Clippers aren't on the same level as La- this Lakers but my, team. <laughs> but my, my point is, too, is that to me, chemistry has a lot to do with it and injuries have a lot to do with it. Um, Clippers didn't really play their full – they didn't, they didn't, this is their first year really playing a lot together. To me, the first, the first year they were in and out, in and out. It was either Kawhi's hurt or Paul George's hurt or Lou's not there or someone's gone. With the Lakers, it's been a lot of LeBron gone. It's been a lot of AD gone. And it's just been survival tactics from the young guys win enough games to keep, to keep us in playoff contention. That's just literally been the thing. LeBron and AD, let's just be real. They they how many games have they played truthfully back? Not that many. AD's hurt. So truthfully, if we were a healthy team all year, I, I don't can't see the Jazz being the number one seed. Not over because we're just better than the teams in front of us and we have a lot of experience. But that's that's in a perfect world, but we're not playing 2K. So so it just gets to a point where, hey, injuries hurt. LeBron's not young enough to just athletic LeBron just take over a full series until AD gets back. It's just not mm. it's not the same. Okay. So I do feel like it's, you know, it's going to be tougher. And it's just the cars didn't fall right. I think they could have repeated. I think we still, you know, we could if we were healthy, but it's just we're not healthy enough. Yeah, I don't know. It's tough to watch to me. Seeing this good of a team, all these great players coming together, really good players, 
coming together and not being able to figure it out, especially to me with the the greatest player in the game right now, greatest mind at least, without a doubt, in the game right now to help them figure it out. Because I think that's what we've always seen is any team that LeBron's been on, even if there's been a little bit of chemistry issues at first, he finds a way to get everybody on the same page and figure it out. That's the great basketball mm-hmm. mind that he has. So seeing yeah. seeing it this year, it's hard to understand to me what's not clicking. Yes, everybody's been out with injury time, but you know, as far as LeBron and AD go, they've got the chemistry. They don't got to worry about that. So yes, it's it's with and KCP. They know what he's going to do and he knows what he needs to do. So really it's, you've got Drummond and Schroeder that have been introduced into this starting five and what's not clicking on their end. Do you think, you know, I don't think it's anything that's mess- missing with them. I think, I think it's a lot of the bench. Our bench isn't as good as we thought they were. Montrezl Harrell's uh, had a down year for sure. Montrez, yeah, Montrez had a, a down year. Um, I think Kuz isn't as as good as he should be at this point for the Lakers. He's what in his fourth year. Yeah, he we were talking be, about how we're expecting him to be a lot better. For he should be a now. starter. He should be exactly. over. We were expecting um, him to be over KCP at this point. Exactly. Um, you know, T. When it comes to the playoffs, Tht when he came in, he didn't do well so you know he's been sitting a little bit more than usual when he was playing good in the season but as a rookie sometimes they just kind of it takes a little while to get used to the playoff atmosphere so I do feel like when it comes to the Lakers I'm more let down in the those who come in than those who are starting Schroeder has been he's kept us alive a few games he's kept us defensively there he's kept us offense. So I don't really have a problem with Schroeder. I think he's doing his thing. Um, even in the season, he helped us a lot with wins. You know, some wins that we got that we shouldn't have got. Schroeder was there for us. I just feel like, and Drummond's a force as well. But um, it's it's to me, it's two things. If I was to be a, as the Lakers fan, I feel like our bench, and I feel like AD. Those two things. Those are the two things we mm. we need. It, either a healthy AD is not aggressive, the Laker fan base is angry, or if AD is just you know we all know him, he's hurt a lot. So if he's hurt, we can't be the team. Our team identity is lost. That's our most talented player. So if our most talented player is out. It's always going to be tough. LeBron's our, our mastermind, but he's just not the LeBron of five years ago. This is an older LeBron who can't just physically take over the game like he used to. So it's just – it's different. I, I, I feel like when it comes to the Lakers, it's just a lot of bad situations have happened this year, and it just didn't work out the way they wanted it to. I get that. But I don't know if I fully agree with it because, yes, LeBron is not the LeBron that we saw even in Cleveland where he would basically willed the teams that he was with to the finals every year because they should otherwise, without LeBron, they had no business being there. (laughs) But 
I think I don't I'm trying to figure out how to properly word this. I don't think it's that far off. I think LeBron still has the ability to not Mm -hmm. maybe on that level. Yeah. There's been some drop off, but I think LeBron is still so good and his mind is still the, the best in this game that he can figure out a way to win. But I don't see the killer instinct and the mindset that I saw last season mm-hmm. of him coming back after having missed the playoffs completely, having missed the most games that he'd missed in his career in a season, and having to come having something to prove when he came back and just being a dominant force. And I don't see that motivating factor and that yeah. mindset in him this season. Yes, I get that. But I feel like your mind and your body is all in all together. (laughs) So I feel like a lot of your aggression that you may usually have had, you could follow through with it when you had a little bit more athletic ability. He's coming off off an ankle sprain. He's he's not doing ankle sprains aren't that big. But when you're older, they become that big. So I feel like for for LeBron, as much as we believe that he is Superman, he's not invincible look at what he did last year so you're saying from last year to this year i think the injury just messed everything up the injury can change a lot i I think injuries can change a lot and also i do think that not only injuries but not having lebron came back in strong but with a strong ad ad uh, ad's there LeBron, LeBron has just, he's playing a hot team who's been playing together all year round, who've been just chemistry good. They're fighters. They got Crowder now. That's a huge pickup. They're literally just playing good basketball. And you have a team that's built their team around someone who's not there. So it's just kind of like a, okay, you know, it could be a tough one, but hey, don't don't count LeBron out. He could still get out of this one. For sure. Look, I, I know I'm not 36, 37 years old, so I don't really know how that feels. But I've had a significant <laughs> high ankle sprain from basketball before, and I don't have the millions of dollars of health, of care, and physical therapy, and everything that LeBron has access to, the greatest yeah. in the world, and that insane... Uh, uh, like physical regimen that that he does and i i was able to recover and yeah it gets a little tight every now and then but guess what i can still play basketball (laughs) so so it it's hard for me to that's why i say to me it's it's the mindset Mm -hmm. of lebron i just don't see you're right maybe you're right but i see it's it's a tough one maybe you're right though that's a, a tough one well, we'll see how the rest of that series plays out. Uh, we will. So, yeah, we have uh, game five later tonight after this mm-hmm. episode is posted. We were going to talk about Dallas and the Clippers, but I want to save that for Andy. We'll let Andy uh, go over that. And by stuff. that time, we'll have a lot more to talk about, right? We will. And we'll kind of maybe the series will have been played out or it'll be man, up to a thing. game seven. We'll that see. boy Luca is hurt. <laughs> he, is, he is not doing too, uh, doing too be well. Tough. Another exciting series though, just real quick before we wrap up is our other series that is currently tied 
in the Blazers and Nuggets. That's been mm. that's been fun to watch. What do you think? I think the Blazers can pull it out. To be honest with you, I think they can do it. I just I wouldn't want to see a I wouldn't want to see a game seven with Dame there. Not at all. I yeah. just, <laughs> I just that's the thing. Like if you give Dame the chance to win, to win it all. Just look at roll the tape, man. Generally he doesn't put he my money on him. <laughs> I want to put my money on Dane. He hasn't really in that situation. He sent he a lot of people on. <laughs> he sent a lot of people home that way. So we'll see. Yep. So then I know that you know MVP is based off of the regular season, and we're not supposed to take playoffs into account when voting for the MVP. But do you think it hurts Jokic's chances if they lose in the first round to a lower seeded team? Yeah, well, not as much because the top runner up is not even didn't even get the chance to be in the playoffs. So, <laughs> so. so you even put you would put Steph over Embiid. You don't think Embiid has a shot? Uh no, I think it's Steph and I think it's Joker and Steph. I think Embiid did amazing. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like Joker and Steph kind of pulled away. They've kind of pulled away. Uh, Embiid was – it felt like if Embiid was doing what he was doing at the beginning of the season, he was untouchable. He There was just for sure he was going to be the guy. But towards the end of the season, Joker um, had some very good games. And um, Curry, of course, I mean, we don't need this. It's Curry. It's insane, yeah. So cheat code. I feel like the, that kind of pulled away from Embiid, from Embiid. But maybe he, you know, they may sneak. He may sneak enough votes um, to make it something. But I think it's Joker or Steph, and I think the players would probably most likely want to vote for Steph. But in all reality, Joker is the one that's in the playoffs. It's his his teammates been hurt, and he's been just doing his that's thing. True so, so, yeah. It'll be interesting to watch, see how all we'll that see, plays man. Out. Hopefully, uh, well, we didn't get a chance to talk about all the series. Uh, so if we missed your favorite team, we're sorry. But uh, rest assured, if your team is the Sixers or the Jazz, we think you guys will be good. <laughs> and we can discuss your series <laughs> later on. So <laughs> we'll get back to those when they're wrapped up. But other than that, Thank you for listening to this episode of The Corner 3. We will catch you uh, next Tuesday. Until then, if you want to stay up to date with each episode, please subscribe or follow wherever you listen to our podcast. And again, share us with a friend. It helps us out, grow our audience, and uh, help us reach more people. So we appreciate you listening. This has been The Corner 3.